Step right up, entrepreneurs and experts. Ready to make the greatest pitches on earth? Taisha Bradley Celebrity Publicists Media Circus Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome. This is Taisha Bradley Celebrity Publicist and this is Taisha Bradley's Media Circus. Hailing from the world-renowned Amanda's World Podcast, she's a master of storytelling, a purveyor of knowledge, and a true ringmaster of the podcast airwaves. With her quick wit, charming personality, and balanced curiosity, she's a teenage force to be reckoned with in the world of podcasting. Join us as we welcome Amanda Penny to the center ring while she regale us with tales of podcast hosting, share insights into what makes a great story, and leave us all spellbound with her incredible tips to share with those who want to be star podcast guests. Hi, thank you. Gather around, folks, and get ready to be amazed by the one, the only, Amanda Penny. Hi, thank you for having me on. This is super sick. Thank you. Thank you. How was the intro? Was that cool? Well, I've never done an intro like that before, so let's go. <laughs> I've never done an intro like that before, so <laughs> here we go. Thanks so much for being here. Um, we're going to go ahead and get right into it because I know that people are going to be super excited to hear about you. Um, I am, so we're going to dive right in. Yeah. So first, tell us, Amanda, what is your media title and describe what you do under that title? So people will describe me as a couple of things. The kid who doesn't shut up because I'm very talkative. I'm known as the 18-year-old podcast host, but I'm also known for being a blogger. I used to daily blog on Instagram and I have the title of Amanda's Panders. If I could copyright the name, it'd probably be copyrighted underneath mine. And um, I have the title name of Amanda's Panders, but I'm most known as Amanda's World, the 18-year-old podcast, podcast host. Nice. Awesome. All right. So as a media professional, we're going to get in your business for a second because I think that people don't understand like how how people in media and journalists can be um, entrepreneurs as well. Yes. So how is, how is your podcast and being a podcaster um a part of like your career path or um like an entrepreneurial process for you i'm gonna be going to college for it i'm gonna be going to oswego in the fall of 2023 for podcast communications journal like journalism and like getting my degree in media so hopefully i can have a job like jolie live on hollywood one day reporting and interviewing people and um it's funny i started when i was 16 so i've been doing this since i was 16 and um, I've always had a passion for talking. So when I found out you could make a living out of it, I was just like, oh, my God, count me in. Like, this is the perfect for me. So I just, I started to teach myself how to do stuff in media, and now I'm here. Nice. That is nice. Um, When I was your age, <laughs> 16, 18, podcasting was not a thing. And it, if it was, you know, people were doing, like, radio, ham radio. Yeah. You really couldn't make money from it. If anything, it cost you money. So, like, that just talks to, like, how much technology and things in progress i don't make anything i make it all off of brand deals i make nothing off my podcast because my age wow wow never thought about that so at a certain age you can't make in you can't monetize a podcast yeah i'm on anchor and i can't monetize till i'm 18 but i put my date at birth and now i'm waiting to be verified to start getting my paychecks i still haven't been verified yet wow okay listen So I can't, I make nothing off of Anchor right now. I make all my money off of brand deals of like people who pay me to do sponsorships for them. That's how I make my money. Right. Nice. So that's a way that people could monetize podcasts. Yeah. It's really annoying. I put down like two months ago to be sponsored and to get my money, to start getting my paychecks and I've yet to get them. So I'm waiting. Yeah. 
Okay, so then we know that it's not fast money for sure. Well, it's not fast money for sure, but also I have like 200 episodes that I'm waiting to get processed, so. Nice, nice. So that'll be a nice little flow coming through. That's yeah. amazing. So let's talk about your podcast. Let's yeah. talk about like what kind of topics and stories you cover in your podcast and why you um cover those areas. So it's funny, I gained a following not because of um, the interviews I've done, it's because of this boy that I used to talk about named the Libra. That's what kind of gave me my following of my relatable like stories about what happened with him and I that led us to stop talking and being friends. That's slowly how I started to gain my following in the beginning was talking about him, which was fine at the time because he had no idea. Soon to be later, he found out this year I have a podcast and I had to end Libra stories because he's now subscribed. But um, I've gained a following off my personality and like the way I am as a person, like just being bold and no filter is basically how I gained my following. And um, the topics that I've covered is like social media, mental health, anything a teenager would find interesting. But it's really funny is that it's more like 60 year old adults listening to me than teenagers. Wow. I find it funny. I was like, which 60 year old adult wants to listen to me complain about my love life or something? And um, I've gained a following just because of some of the interviews I've done, like Morgan Evans, um, somebody from, oh, shoot, I'm thinking, Hannah Cat Jones, Jolie, the list goes on. And I've gained a following up for that, but also my own little solo episodes when I call Amanda's, when I'm going to, when I call little Amanda's solo episodes where I just go off in the microphone about whatever I'm feeling about. So it's like a mix of different things. But um, I feel like personally, I've gotten to connect with my followers due to my personality and that I don't make a personality online. I'm the same person you see right now off camera, probably a little bit more hyper because I'm not, because I'm not upstanding. I'm sitting right now, but I'm always moving and like constantly and. It's like the type of personality that I bring is hot mess, basically. Yeah. And you lean into it. You know, yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was diagnosed with ADHD at the age of six. So I think of it as my superpower. And I love, 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 like giving that ADHD type of vibe to it where I'm like just super hyper. Like I have some interviews where it's like I need so much editing. But like I know my fans will love it. Like they love my non-edited stuff more than my edited stuff for some reason. Because, like, I'll break out into singing in the middle of my podcast with my friends. Like, I just, I, I have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Because we know that, like, authenticity, authenticity, like, online is, mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah. I think at one point in time you could kind of fake it. But now that people are showing up more and more as their oh. authentic selves that, you know, we see That's a right. lot easier through people who it's are making, kind of flaking it's making me think of this one time back in the beginning of the year there was this boy he goes to school with me um a very similar personality to me does not shut up since last year begged me to go on my podcast like begged me so i put him on it was a 20 minute episode of just him talking to himself like he was asking all the questions took over my podcast was bringing on all his friends and it was like one of my best well-played episodes i had to take it down because he was faking a friendship with me but like the episode was so funny and like i listen to it sometimes because of like how real it was because it was regular it was me at high school like you could genuinely got to see me at school just being myself and listening to the boys just complain oh my gosh it's like some of that that i bring like my viewers know my friend jake very well like he's well known as jake and his friend yeah sharon has never made an appearance he's actually going on the podcast in a couple weeks to do an interview with me but um like it's stuff like that like my viewers have gotten to know me and my school friends pretty well too mm-hmm. yeah i love that i love that when i'm watching like i'm listening to podcasts or you know watching vlogs on youtube like from my favorite youtubers and then they have these friends that like i fall in love with and then sometimes i'm like where's such and such you know like i miss the friend i know and i look in your comments and is there other people are like you know where's the friend i know it's exactly what my viewers they got mad at me because jake hasn't been on the podcast since november and i keep on getting dms like every day where is jake when is jake coming yeah. back on jake and i'm like jake 
Jake has a school and a schedule like at school and it's very hard to get Jake to meet me because I tell Jake to meet me here and then he never shows up. So it's like they all want him and it's like really funny and like I'm trying to get him to start a podcast because he probably get all my followers listening to him. Yeah. My my viewers have fallen in love with my friends to the point where they actually were able to get me and like three of my closest friends a brand deal with Netflix for this project coming up that was a couple weeks. I can't really talk about it because, like, they don't want me talking about it without them since I'm the one with the following in this group. Yeah. And I have to keep my mouth shut. But um, we're working together, me and one of my friends from out of state and then four of my friends from school. And um, it's all because my viewers knew who they were. And that's how they got the deal. So I'm very happy for them. Oh, my gosh. Right here on the Media Circus podcast. Listen. Well, it's not really with Netflix. It's going to be the movie's going to be on Netflix, but we're doing stuff for like behind the scenes type. I can't really get into it, but like it's something coming up that I'll be announcing soon. I'm hoping it sounds super exciting. That's major. Oh, wow. Congratulations Thanks. to you guys. Thanks. So listen, when it goes down, you have to come back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll bring, the, I'll bring my friends with me. They'll absolutely. Well, that will be so fun. I'll bring my friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Good. So, so good. I'm glad that you talked about like your friends and everything being like guest appearances. Yeah. Um, so how do you find guests for your podcast? Do people reach out to you? Do you reach out to them? It's funny. I do both. People will reach out to me and be like, yo, I want to come on. I want to be a guest. And if it's kids from my school, I'll be like, I don't know you. I'm not letting you on. But it's like people from my school that I know. Yeah, I'll let them right on. But like from like out of school, I DM people on Instagram. I email. I um, post Facebook listings. I do whatever I can to get guests. Yeah. So what do you look for when you're looking for guests? I'm into right now. I always have a different change of path. For a while, it was Vampire Diaries. Now it's like media, PR, social media, networking, all of that stuff. Then like mental health, of course. Anything that I feel like fits my vibe, I'll let right in. If you don't fit my vibe, then like I'm not letting you in my in my circle. I like I like to be able like it's like I sound like a teenage boy, but like I love the vibe. Like if you fit with somebody and you vibe with them and I vibe with you, then that's like the type of person I want. Yeah, definitely. We have to vibe check a lot. I think we vibe check a lot in like communications and media. Yeah, but I, I feel like that's a lot. It's I learned a lesson about vibe checking. I, there was this SoundCloud rapper who I thought I vibed with, like absolutely was going to work with. He was originally on this on this project with us. He got dropped from it due to his behavior and his actions and choices, and ended up screwing me over. And I thought we vibed. I thought he was like going to be like a great match to work with. Nah, I did all the work and he did nothing. So I've yeah. worked like in this industry that I want to work with people who will do the same amount of work I do. And I'm yeah, you have to pass the business vibe check because that's a different yeah. thing, you know. People yeah. think you're cool. One of my favorite coworkers when I worked in corporate, one of my favorite coworkers, he was so fun. Like at lunch, before work, after work, all the things. But he was like the worst actual coworker. I hated yes. working with him. But I love hanging out with him. Wait, the, not cast the business vibe check. My issue with him is that I liked being around him. Like he was funny and all, but like trying to work with him, nah. Never showed up to meetings. Never did anything. And it was all my fault if we didn't get a brand deal. But it was his fault because he wasn't there and I was there. I almost lost that project because of him last year. Luckily, they gave it back to me because I, I proved that I was able to do what I was able supposed to do, and he wasn't. So I'm very, very blessed to still have this project. Yeah, that's serious perseverance. And it shows that, you know, a lot of, you know, being like a podcast host um, or even a guest, you know, can be, you know, it's very fun. And But there's a whole business side of it. There's a whole production side of it, you know, deals, money in it. Um, I learned that, you know, as I was making a podcast, yes. you know, I started, stop. It's a whole business. So kudos I to that you. too. 
I've learned that too. I've also learned there's like people that you don't want to work with and people you do want to work with. I'm one of the only female um, influencers in my grade besides the two other teenage boys in my grade who do Twitch and SoundCloud. SoundCloud I've worked with before in the past, never doing that again. Um, Twitch, we don't, we sort of get along. Not really. Sometimes it depends. We used to be very good friends in middle school and then drifted. But um, when I spoke to him last, he gave me the whole lecture about um, who to vibe with, who to work with, who I shouldn't work with. I got a whole lecture from him and it was really stupid because... We're not friendly. Well, we're not, we're friendly, but I was just like really weird to coming from him that I should check with who I work with because yeah. we used to work together in social media. We don't anymore. But it's like, it's funny. Like we really learn different things from working with different people. Yeah, for sure. So what kind of people do you like to work with? Like wearing your podcast? Who do you vibe with? What's like your vibing director. I like producers and directors I vibe with. Anybody in the media career I normally vibe with. Teenage influencers. Sometimes, depends who it is. Like, if you're a SoundCloud rapper, probably not. But, like, um, but like if you do Twitch or TikTok, I have a couple friends who are in social media who do um Twitch. And I get along with most of them, but one, he's from Jersey, and I don't really like him, and he doesn't like me, but we use each other for connections. But I'm like, he's texting, Joe, I need this connection. I'm like, all we do is fight and scream on the phone. But if we're not on the phone, if we're not on the phone, we're texting back and forth, we get along. But if we're on the phone recording together, we fight the whole time that we can't use the footage. So oh, there's... But then... Um, I get along with basically everybody, but like if you're like a management adult, like trying to tell me how to run my podcast or my brand, I'm not going to listen to you and I'm going to like stop talking to you. Because I don't like when brands, like older people, like management companies tell me what to do when like I know what I'm doing and like I'm doing it the way I want to do it. I'm not going to listen to you. That's what pisses me off sometimes is that because I feel like you don't really know me or my brand. You're just saying that and that makes me uncomfortable. Right. And so uh, how is that important to get to know a person and a brand before you approach them? to like work with them to be on their podcast to do any kind of collaboration i think a lot of people miss the mark i feel like you want to research people but i've also i met some people who have been very nasty in the industry and i feel like it's right to make sure that you they're the right people somebody in the industry i'm not going to say who leaked my number back in september because she was mad at me so it's like those type of people that i don't want to work with i had to change my number fully now i have a new number thank god but um those type of people, like, I just don't want to work with. So that's why I'm looking. Uh, I always I always research people now. Yeah, for sure. And then what do you look for when you're researching people? Like, you start on social media? Like, what do you check uh, out? Positive people, not people who are going to be negative or, like, bullies. Like, I want positive people on my podcast that people are going to be rude and mean and then block me and be absolutely nasty to me. I'm not doing that. Like, I've gone through enough for people to be mean to me. Like, I'm not doing that. Nice. Okay. Um, so let me ask you this. So if someone approaches you and says, Hey, I like to be a guest on your podcast, I, would you like to choose what they're going to come and talk about or what you want to discuss? Or do you prefer them have like an idea formed in their head already? It's funny. I do everything in my head when I'm recording. So I never know what I'm, what's going to happen. I do I, my best interviews have been done in my head and I've always done it that way. I never have nice. a date. I never know what I'm walking into. I just walk into it and re- do whatever comes to my head. Right. So then what do you get? So you just like react to what your guest does. You just kind of play off their energy. Well, what I do is whatever. When I get an email like description about what the person does, I know what they do. And then I, I play off their energy, kind of have a little conversation with them beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then I just I record and I say whatever I want. And it's whatever I want comes to my head. Nice. OK. Yeah. Well, great. Um. So then if someone were interested in being on your podcast, how would you prefer that they hit you up? Do you like email? Do you like DMs? Like. My emails, um, oh, what email do I give? I have two. One second. I just want to check my email really quick because I have two and I don't know which one's You don't have to give it right now. I can make sure that it's in the Oh, yeah. My email, I got my email. I got my email. I got my email. Okay. I'm at apkitten68 at gmail.com. 
And then my Instagram is Amanda underscore Penny underscore 14. Those are like the best ways to reach me. Mm -hmm. Do you like people to DM you like pitches or I like, go for you? I like people to DM me pitches is the best way because my emails are flooded and I have two emails and they're both like completely flooded in my DMs. I have them organized. So I get all my business email. I get all my business DMs and all my spam will go to garbage. Ah, right. Okay. I feel like DM's the best way to get me. Or, um, or uh, yeah, DM's the best way to get me, and I'll see it, and I'll answer you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you know what? Like, so many people in media are different. So some people love emails, not the DM. Some people will say DM me over email. I prefer so, over email. I, I don't check my email. I found an email sitting in there from somebody who I was supposed to respond to a week ago. So, like, it's better to email. It's better. <laughs> it's way better to DM me. Right. Well, good. So then the next question that I want to ask you about is just like kind of connecting. So which uh, social media sites are you, do you like hang out on? I have Instagram. That's basically what I use. My Instagram is Amanda underscore Penny underscore 14. That's my main thing. I have a TikTok, but I've never really, I've had one video blow up and I was scarred for life after that video blowed up. It was me impersonating uh, an F boy to one of, to the song we're not. And I have like 14 million views. And I took that down, oh. took that down right after, right after I started podcasting. So now my TikTok's private. But yeah, my Instagram's like the best way. I don't use Twitter. I use Facebook, but only for like family. But Instagram's like mm -hmm. the best way. Instagram. Okay, awesome. Um, So let me ask you this about your podcast. Who is someone that you connected with through an interview that you will always remember? Billy Live, probably, because she started on podcasting, interviewing when she was my age. And it turned out, funny enough, that she told me about this school called Oswego and how it was great media school. Little did I realize it's the college I'm now attending this upcoming. Oh, wow. Well, you know, funny enough, I'm actually going to see Jolie in like two weeks to do an interview with her again. And for my podcast, because we keep in touch. And um, she, I think she, like, does she know that? I, yeah, she knows I committed. I texted her, so she knew I committed. But um, this is going to be the first time I saw her. I've seen her since she found out that I committed to her school. And funny enough, I always joke around that I'm coming for her career because she's doing what I want to do. So she's like the, the older version of me, and she's super sweet. Or I met Chantel Lene, who sings Impossible. She was super sweet, loved her. Such a down-to-earth, generous person, like, took the time to talk to me. And I was so nervous. I was, like, shaking, and she was so sweet. I met a lot of amazing people that, like, the list could go on, but those two really stuck out. Nice. Um, so besides those two people who, like, really, really stuck out, um, what do you think um, are uh characteristics of people who can make themselves memorable when they're like a guest on a podcast i feel like the best thing for me is like when you take the time to talk to me and like like actually realize that i'm 18 because i've had people join and be like oh my god you're 18 i don't want to do this and hang up on me so i like the people who are genuinely like into like having an 18 year old work with them i hate the people who are like i don't want to work with an 18 year old i don't want to do this that's not the people i like because i feel like i have a resume to reach out to an adult so like mm -hmm. i feel like I, I just feel like they're very dodgy in the podcast world sometimes, especially because of my age. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't really think about like um that like youth in the media. That wasn't a thing, you know, really when I was hey. coming up. It was hard enough for an adult to be in the media. But now I see so many like um youth, you know, running the red carpets yeah. and all kinds of things. So um, what would be like an encouraging word for someone um, who is not, you know, a legal adult yet? but that wants to be into like the media space. Just do it. I, I did it full force. I had people telling me not to do it. I didn't listen to them. Like one little tip that I'm going to give is if you have a really great idea and the little voice in your side of your head is telling you not to do it, do it anyways. I my little voice that my head was telling me not to run a podcast and my friend was on the phone telling me not to, but I did it anyway and now I'm here. So 
Yeah, that's amazing. Um, what um have you done work with like other media outlets, um, brands? So tell me a little bit about that. Well, I've gotten the opportunity to work with Barstool Sports a couple times. They're very nice people. Absolutely love them over there. Um, MTV once or twice, very nice. Netflix, I did interviews for Title Town High, very nice crew, and I love the cast of Title Town High. Um, Barstool Overtime Sports, React Media, Clever Style, what else? BuzzFeed. I've done a couple things. I'm going to be doing some stuff for iHeart. I'm manifesting that. And then um, that's it, really. I've worked with, I've interviewed people from those companies and um, stuff. I My favorite company that I worked with was probably, oh, that's hard. Oh, I've worked with Sharp Productions. I don't have a favorite company. They're all amazing, especially Young Hollywood, because I'm going to see them in two weeks. Nice. Um, What will you be doing with Young Hollywood in two weeks, if you could tell I'm, me? I'm going to be interviewing Jolie again. She's the head of producer for Young Hollywood. I'm going to be interviewing oh, yeah. So I'm going to be seeing her again in two weeks. And actually, my friends are going to be hopping on that because they need a press release for something. So two of my um, hometown friends are going to come do it with me. She does. I'll, did I tell her? Uh, I'm going to have to email her and tell her that. But um, two of my friends from my hometown might be going with me. But um, I have her in a hot minute and she's super sweet. And like she and I make really good content together. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and so I'm pretty sure that you have interviewed people who that will forever remember you. Yeah. Um, are what do people do like if once their podcast is open and they're really grateful? Do you get like thank you emails or flowers or no? I get thank you emails or a lot of people keep in touch with me. Like um, Jolie keeps in touch with me. Chantel keeps in touch with me. Marlene keeps in touch with me. There's a lot of them who keep in touch with me. And actually, there's some who don't. But will reach out like to see how I'm doing. And then there's the ones who like follow me on Instagram, view my story, comment on my post. So a lot of them do keep in touch with me, and I absolutely love that. I have a lot of emails. And stuff. So I keep in touch with everybody. Nice, nice. Do you ever receive like gifts, like flowers, edible I, arrangements, lunch? Uh, I, I wish I've received PR from small businesses, but nothing like that. I've received a couple thank you cards and stuff, like in the mail, but that's pretty much it. Or um, I get a lot of some people who work for upper brands will give me connections to interviews. So that's like the thank mm. you, connecting with this one or connecting with that one. So I've gotten a lot. What I want is a verified check mark. That's my name right now. I really want an Instagram. Oh my gosh. I want to be verified on Instagram. And I've tried to do it and they won't do it because my age. They won't do it because my age because I'm not in a media, media company. So that's what I really want is I'm hoping one of my connections will be able to get me verified eventually. So what are you thinking about with Twitter and like Instagram now with the paying for the check mark? Like that's the hot news right now. I'm not paying for it. I will. I will request to get it, and I will get it because of my because of my name, not because I'm paying for it. I'm not paying for a blue check mark when I can just keep on submitting to the request verification thing. <laughs> I think that's what that's what everyone is trying to do in the meantime. We're just trying to go for it until they absolutely make us pay. But you know, that's the thing now that everybody's not paying for it. I will. I will literally. I will reach out to the owner of Instagram and request that I'm verified, not because I'm paying for it, because I have a name and a brand. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, so next question. What are you working on right now? Or like any kind of special podcast episodes? Are you looking for sources? Do you need I'm, any kind of help? What could we help you? Right now I'm looking for like any companies that might be interested in dropping articles on me or working with me to drop um articles or like press releases in my name. 
it's a little hard to do that because of my age but like i have friends who've been on vogue and stuff and i want an opportunity to hopefully get a vogue article written about me or like being able to go on tv because i've never done that i really want to make my first tv appearance or make my first radio appearance so if anybody knows anybody who'd be interested in doing that i'm also looking for guests for my podcast who work for like vogue buzzfeed all of that obviously um i'm working I'm working on actually recording my final high school episodes because I'm going to be recording. I'm going to be graduating in a couple months. So I'm wow. trying to get all the kids, all the kids that my brand, my viewers know, get them on at least one more time. So, yes, Jake is going on one more time. He will be on. Sheridan is his first and only appearance, probably. I know um, Sasso is going to try to make an appearance. I know, like, that whole group's going to go on at least one more time. Then my friends who, who are, like, close to me are going to go on one more time before I move. So there's that. But um, basically right now, I'm really looking for, like, radio, television, like, PR and all of that. Nice. So um, if you can, and this is, a, this is, like, my wrap-up question. If you could be featured somewhere in the media, where would you choose? And you said a couple of different things, but, like, if for TV, where, where would your big TV feature be? It's, yeah, I want to be on Good Morning America so badly, and I've explained this to my and she'll look at me, and she's like, they're not going to put you on Good Morning America. I was like, they would if they knew what I did. Oh, yeah, I maybe. And then my, my dream PR podcast is called Her Daddy because I love Alex Cooper and I feel like we vibe and I give them a out. And then my dream like magazine article is Vogue. And then like my dream radio show, I don't know. I anything of iHeartRadio probably, but yeah. Yeah. What would your what would your uh, headline be for Vogue? Eighteen year old podcast host does it all or something like that. I've been in this media since I was twelve, so Damn. Oh my gosh. So you like an icon. Yeah. Um, have you done red carpets? I know that you've mentioned like a lot of places that you work where were some of them red carpets. Oh, yeah. I want to do red carpets really badly. I want to do red carpet interviews. I've never done that. I want to be able to go up to people and like interview them on red carpets or be able to like announce something at, a re- at an awards show. That's like my dream to do stuff like that on TV. That's right. like my dream to do stuff like interview red- people on red carpets. I, I'd pass away if I could do that. Like, I'd be so happy. Yeah. Like, listen, that is my favorite part of PR. Like, if I could just do red carpets like for a living, that would be my thing. It's like, it's so intense for me, like as a media person, um, because, you know, you have all the cameras, you know, you have all the, the, the microphones. And if you have, if I'm like there with it, you know, like say an award show, music awards with an artist, and it's a huge artist, like everyone is clamoring for their artist. All the media is clamoring for their artist. Their artist does not need any help. But if their artists, like they're on the label, that are lesser known artists, they sometimes have a hard time, you know, getting like camera time, getting interviews. Yeah they'll have somebody like me who's going ahead of them on the carpet like hey i have an artist such and such such here's the rundown can we get an interview please 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 you know what i mean so then by the time that the artist comes i'm like yes here's my artist but it's so intense you know but i love it it's like i'm a stock room trading kind of like i want to be like on the carpet doing interviews that's like my dream is to do that like red carpet i know like stuff like that if anybody wants a teenager for any of that like hit me up please yeah, you could definitely do that. I'll definitely keep my uh, my ear out for opportunities like Thank that. Thank you. Um, what about, do you have uh, experience with like celebrity gifting lounges, things? What do you know about those? I've never been involved in any of that. I'd love to be involved in that. Never have. Mm-hmm, good. Awesome. That is something new that like I'm offering um, as a publicist. I'm trying to get, you know, into like a lot of the fun side. Because yeah. we know PR can be like very newsy and stiff. And I've done that for like 25 years. And I want to do like all the fun, cute stuff. <laughs> so celebrity gifting is something, um, a service that I'm like learning about and offering um, huh. with another publicist. And basically, you know, it's gifting products, sometimes services to a celebrity, you know, in exchange for an endorsement. 
you know, that's one thing that I don't really want to be involved in one day. Yeah, definitely. So from this episode, so much, right? <laughs> so much. So much. What would you like for our audience to take away from kind of everything we talked about? Age from- doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. And if you want to be a podcast guest, like what's your best recommendation? Would be the best way to reach me. Amanda underscore penny underscore 14 is absolutely the best way to reach me. I will see it. Yes. And if people want to um, kind of break their fears about being a podcast guest, what advice would you give them? Um, Just do it. Like I was so scared in the beginning, but like, now I'm used to it and you just it takes practice talking to yourself really helps take it from an expert awesome and then one last thing that people worry about the most they feel like they aren't interesting enough or they might not have their story kind of worked out um tell us what you think would make like a story interesting enough to be able to want to share it give them nicknames give them nicknames my viewers know the Libra I'll say it loud and proud they know the Libra really really well and um, that's how, like, I do it is I just give people nicknames. I have the Aries. I have them want to be male version of me. I just give them really funny nicknames, and that's how I do it. Just go for it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank you so much for being on our podcast, the Media Circus Podcast, with Taisha Bradley, celebrity publicist. It is such an honor and a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. You are so inspirational. You are killing it in the youth space online in the adult space online yes. and I can't wait to see you on the red carpet somewhere and oh, 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 thank you awesome so thank you so much for being here today thank you all right we're still